Welcome to Table Flipping. I'm actress Taylor Mishak. And I'm writer Alyssa Littman. Join us as we sit down with guests to unpack how the fascinating, messy women of reality TV have shaped our lives. And of course, dish about Bravo, The Bachelor, and everything in between. Thanks Thanks for for listening. Hi, Taylor. Hi, Alyssa. All right. So this is our last episode before we take a little break for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you doing for the holidays? Uh, I am going to go to Chicago Ooh, for a chilly. few days. Mm-hmm. Chilly. Uh, and see my parents. And then right after Christmas, I'm going to go to the Philadelphia area and see my boyfriend and his family and you and your boyfriend's family. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to be in Philly for two weeks, which is so exciting. And we're going to do a little day trip to New York and also Hershey, Pennsylvania, which is nearby. Cool. Uh, See a baby of a friend that was just born. Yes, babies. Very exciting. Um, And then also... Mike is going to my boyfriend is going to do a little podcast um, uh, about a basketball team uh, the G League for the Sixers Mm -hmm. and you guys are going to come and you're going to meet his family and stuff so that's so exciting I'm so excited and if he does not plug our podcast live in front of all those people I will break up with him (laughs) yes oh and then I'll burn the place down we're going to do like a hello we're here yeah I want to stand up and wave and I want applause that's the whole reason I'm coming yes (laughs) No, I'm excited because don't you love, I, I think the holidays can be stressful for everyone. And like, I love my family, but it's so fun to meet other people's families. And especially at this time, Mm -hmm. it's, it's just really fun and a really safe space to just be like, Hey, I'm Taylor. I'm friends with your son. And then I meet them and get to observe them. And it's like so harmless and easy. And like in my ideal world, they embarrass him in front of me. Like that's the best (laughs) version of it. Um, I also just love like being given food, like just like food everywhere, food all the time. Oh, yes. Just, like weeks of preparation of like what kind of groceries does Alyssa want in the house? And I'm like nothing, but also like the Dijon mustard and like the turkey from that one deli. OK, thank you. <laughs> and like Mike's also uh, his family does like a Christmas tradition where they go to their friend's house and they've like it's like several groups of people that have all been friends for many, many, many years. And they do Christmas tree decorating on Christmas Eve. And the tradition is to let Mike put the Christmas star on top of the tree like after everybody else has done all the work but it wouldn't be Philly unless they literally are like screaming at him that he's doing it wrong as a joke (laughs) the whole time it looks like shit it's crooked you know whatever it's so funny I laugh so hard every time I've seen it and he's like a good sport he's like okay to the left oh does that look better and they're like what's wrong with you like it's so so funny it's really good speaking of uh their boyfriend holiday obligations Tony is going to be Santa Claus for his cousins wow which is how old are they they are all the they're all pretty little I think that uh the the two that I've met that I'm familiar with are very they're under 10 Mm -hmm. and two years ago when he was Santa uh the eldest of them who I imagine was like seven at the time I might be getting that wrong she sat on his lap and told him what, and he's in the full suit. Mm-hmm. Like, the, and he's, he's so thin. It's so funny for yeah, me to I'm imagine like... him being Santa. <laughs> but he's in the full suit and he has the beard. And she was great and she stayed in character and asked what she wanted for Christmas. And then afterwards she went to her mom and she was like, I know that that wasn't Santa. And she was just like very 
quiet knowing about it. And she, but she didn't want to ruin it for her cousins. That's nice. And her mom was like, why? Why did you think that that wasn't Santa? And she was like, because I saw he had a beard under his beard. <laughs> she like saw Tony's beard under the Santa beard. And so she was like, I know what's going on here. So I am, and I've met her and she's so smart and so funny, this little girl. So I am so excited to hear what her reaction is this year. If she's going to like call him out publicly yeah. or if she's just going to play along or what the deal is going to be. Um, and I really hope Tony gives a great performance. Yeah. Because he's not super jolly. So <laughs> yeah, what is Tony Santa like? Tony Santa is just like kind of quiet and intimidating and oh smart. I don't know. It's a silent Santa. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, that's really funny. So I don't know. I'm hoping he's going to be great. We're going to need videos of these kids reactions. Yeah. I Yeah, absolutely. That's so funny. It, we'll get it done. Um, okay, oh. so we wanted to talk about the Kardashians yes. this week. Um, you showed me a video about how, oh my God, their names, Kim and Chloe are mad at Courtney because Courtney yes. does not share enough of her life. Of her life, yes. And I thought it was just an interesting, fun clip because, first of all, all of their hair looks amazing. Right. Second of all, it's an interesting <laughs> debate in terms of what we talk about and celebrate reality TV. Because Courtney is a lot more private with her dating life mm -hmm. and her uh, kids. I mm -hmm. mean, they're all pr fairly private on the show with their kids in terms of parenting or whatever. Right. Um, again, that's a very generous description because like, they're all on the show. Kim and Chloe have been through it publicly. They have been through it. And, and I would argue not by their choice. Like, oh, yeah. You know, Chloe's uh, fiance, the father of her child, like, He's a basketball player. He literally was seen on video in a club, like doing some salacious stuff with other girls. Mm -hmm. And it w went public while she was giving birth. And mm. it was like a disaster. And Terrible. Kim, obviously married to Kanye, obviously like has sold the rights to her many weddings. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. so, and then a lot of the stuff Kanye does, I would also argue not Kim's choice. She just has sure. to kind of like deal with it, yeah. you know? And I think, yeah, you're right. There's definitely a lot of stuff that they get dragged into and then they kind of are forced to address on the show. Mm -hmm. And Courtney has really flown under the radar in terms of a lot of those scandal type things and kind of stays out of the news in that way, but is purposely choosing to not expose her dating life on the show at all. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, and supposedly in this scene, she's also keeping it from her sisters who she's dating and who she is or isn't dating. Interesting. And so the sisters are mad that Courtney's being private at all. Right. And then it devolves into this, well, like, you are not showing enough of your life on this show and mm -hmm. it's your duty. And Courtney says to Chloe, well, you just like, like being public and you like doing that. I don't have to like doing that. And then Chloe goes, no, I don't like doing it, Court. It's my job. Yeah. And it's your job. And I was like, yes, I love this debate. Do you agree with that? I completely agree. Like, yeah. you, uh, you are, the, the, there's a, you became our royalty mm -hmm. in the United States mm -hmm. by having the show and exposing your life. And it's the reason you have all of this power and pr pr privilege mm -hmm. is because of the show. So fucking play the game, Courtney. Yeah. Like, you don't have to, You. it's like, I don't know, that you could give up a little bit. You, yeah. You've just kind of like lost your right to be not participate in the show I think because that's why you're famous anyway it's paying your bills and you're buying your everything like sh tell us who you're dating mm -hmm. and you can the other part of it is 
they could control all the information. Yeah. So tell us what you want to tell us about it. Tell us your version of the truth. Tell us the most flattering version. Like, fucking, I don't care. But to not do it at all, I think, is unfair. And I think that the sisters have uh, a great point. Yeah, it's kind of nice to know that they still feel that way after being on TV for this long, you know? Yeah. Like, they still are trying to show us, you know... Yeah. Dirty deets. Yeah. I have I have a um, little piece of gossip that I have heard about uh, people Ooh. who work for them. Yes. Um, I feel like every episode I come with some piece, like some rumor that's like going to get us sued. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody sue us. Please. It's just a joke. Again, I'm just every episode we say nobody gossip. sue us. <laughs> um, but that Courtney makes people sit in her driveway when they're like, working for her to eat lunch <gasps> she like doesn't let them eat inside which is crazy that's nuts <laughs> anyway also don't you hear stuff like that and go Extremely how weird. is that not true because yeah. how would that get it's such a crazy specific rumor yeah like, it's and it's so much more specific than being like I hear Courtney's mean to people who work for her like she makes them sit in yeah, the Yeah, I also heard, like, a rumor that an actress, not them, like, makes her, their assistant, like, shave their legs. Like, that's, like, in their writer or whatever. And anyway, I'm just spewing random gossip now to, like, throw off the scent. <laughs> um, yeah, who knows? Crazy, crazy Hollywood crazy stuff. Crazy Hollywood stuff. That's really interesting. Our guest this week is Jordan Van Dyna, who's a really funny writer and who I discovered uh, also watches and loves 90 Day Fiance. Mm -hmm. I also wanted to uh, recap a scene that happened in this week's episode of 90 Day Fiance, mm -hmm. which is there's a couple, Emily and Sasha. And Emily went to study abroad in Russia, met this guy, Sasha, who seems kind of like he's bad news. He's already been married twice and has had two children with each of his baby mamas and is now uh, engaged to Emily and has gotten her pregnant. Mm -hmm. They have the baby in Russia, which is crazy because they show the hospitals in Russia and it looks like a hospital from like a 1980s American like movie about people on the moon. Like it looks wow. dated and otherworldly. It looks very bizarre. So that was fascinating. But what the scene I wanted to tell you about is they end up applying for visas to come back to America. Mm -hmm. So there's this airport scene with Emily, Sasha, their baby, and then Sasha's parents who are two uh, Russian people. And they're speaking Russian. They're saying goodbye. And they're not crying. And Emily is like, you know, people in Russia, like, really don't cry. They don't really smile a lot. It's like the the way that people emote culturally is very different than Americans. Mm -hmm. So she's explaining while they're having this kind of, like, non seemingly non-emotional goodbye. But then the father hugs the son and gives him just this really powerful uh, goodbye about taking this as an opportunity to make a better life for himself. Oh, no. And I kid you not, Alyssa, I was watching it by myself and started crying, yeah. like literally tearing up because he was holding his son and the son started to cry. And he said, you, you go to America, you're going to have a better life than me. You're going to have a better life than us. And you are going to take this as like, and I had this just like wave of emotions that was like, oh my God, this is this stupid show is yeah. really making me feel something. And then the dad pulls away and I see that his shirt, I'm like, what is this? What does his shirt say? Uh -oh. It has these two little cartoon ninjas on it. And his shirt says, fart ninja. No. Parentheses, silent, but 
deadly. And I'm crying, Alyssa. I'm literally like, this is so moving. And that is why (laughs) reality TV is spectacular. You would never like... It was just so like, of course, your dad wore this stupid fucking shirt to the airport (laughs) on national TV. And then, of course, he would have like an emotional good like, but just everything about that scene and how it made me feel. And then seeing that T-shirt is like everything I love about these like cringeworthy reality shows is like what a thing to capture. So that I just had to tell you about that. I Where was like, "Where did he get that shirt?" I don't know, That's and it's so in funny. English. Yeah. So you're like, I don't know if he if He's does he like, even get it. Like, somebody had to explain to him. And Emily, the American, wasn't like, "Hey, are you? Maybe you shouldn't. You know that like the TLC cameras are going to be here." Yeah. So yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty great. And I had and I texted Jordan about it. Oh wow. <laughs> I sent him a text because it was after yeah. our we had interviewed him and I was like, please tell me you're watching this episode and you saw this scene. And he was pretty excited about it too. That's very funny. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, should we get into our interview with Jordan? Yes, let's dive right in. Uh I'm excited for you guys to meet Jordan. He's so funny and has such a great voice too. Yeah, he really does. And I laughed. I I th- I laughed so fucking hard when we were doing this interview. <laughs> I was just like screaming, like, "How have I not watched this show?" <laughs> um, Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah! Everybody. Oh yeah, thank you guys for listening. And then we'll be back in 2020. Can you believe? Uh, we are coming in fast and furious, yes. baby. And we are gonna start the new year with. Uh, alongside the new Vanderpump season that's starting, alongside the Bachelor season that's starting the same week. 2020 is going to be very good to us. We're going to be good to you guys. We're going to have funny people on, and we're going to continue to be our hilarious selves. Yes. (laughs) Um, Enjoy your holidays, everyone, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. today's guest for two reasons because he's a professional funny person Jordan Van Dyna incredibly hilarious writer you are currently writing on Animaniacs which I'm personally very excited about and you also just finished production for your first feature which is also Hulu's first feature called The Binge starring Vince Vaughn uh, all very exciting. Congratulations. Thank I'm you. very impressed. Thank you for and having me. And the other reason I'm super pumped is because you're talking about 90 Day Fiance, right. which is absolutely my favorite thing on this earth. Like, I just love TLC's 90 Day Fiance. I have a quick sidetrack question that's not great and it's annoying. Um, Hit me with it. Your last name. Can you say it again? Van Dyna. Can't. Has, do people say Brendan has a mangina to you like a lot because of your last name? No. Okay, and great. All through high school, and my friend from high school is here, no one ever called me Vangina. It never came up. Wow. I don't know why. It should have. It's an easy target. Maybe it was too easy. Well, as a someone who went through life being called Alyssa Clitman, uh-huh. uh, I, I, I'm a little bit mad at everybody who grew up with you. Clitman and Vangina could have been a great duo. Yeah. It was like Siskel and Ebert, Abbott and Costello. We could have been a great team. I love it. And All we right. still could. Back, back to 90 back Day Fiance. Back to business, Alyssa. Back to Clitman. Back to business. <laughs> 
so we recently only found out that we both watched 90 Day. Right. Can you, and Alyssa doesn't watch it. And for anyone Ooh. out there who doesn't watch it, it is a spectacular TLC, several different versions of the show. They've made a couple different franchises. The premise of it, though, is that uh, there are long-distance couples that it consists of one American and one foreigner. And they usually find each other online, and that already is a great start. Mm-hmm. And then they apply for what's called the K-1 visa, where the foreigner can now come to the States, but only has 90 days to be visiting before they have to wed the American. And this brilliant show is a the documentary that follows these couples. And they all are highly problematic. There is a lot of trickery. They are so much trickery. So they're very, just very naive sometimes, and other times just evil, and other times just adorably stupid. Uh, so talk to us about what you like about 90 Day Fiance. Oh, what don't I like about it? I mean, every <laughs> second of it. I, it's the only thing I watch on TV. People are constantly like, what shows are you watching? What sh-? And I yeah. only watch 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Once in a while, I'll turn into The Bachelor, but that's it. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it by myself, alone on my couch texting my friends about 90 Day Fiance. And it's just every second of it is great. Every couple, every neighborhood, like (laughs) Sandusky, Ohio. I drove across country from L.A. to New York, and the only place I wanted to stop was Sandusky, Ohio. (laughs) Because that's where Danielle is from. What's what's going on there? What is Uh, that like? Give us a visual. You don't know Danielle. I'll tell you that nothing's (laughs) going on there. Have you ever watched any of those TikTok videos? Yeah. And it's just like you see Middle America and you see like, Oh, this person like sleeps on like a mini fridge. Like it's like, and that's what Sandusky, Ohio is. It's like the shittiest place. I'm sorry, all your listeners from Sandusky. Sandusky. Fuck Fuck Sandusky. I'll never go there. It's not for you. No, but you do want to go there. I do. You know, I wanted to see Danielle, which I've paid for two cameos now. And that's where she just says happy birthday to me. Yes. And I pay her to talk to me. And Wait, can you, I tell a quick you, cameo story that involves please. Taylor? It's oh, so yes. excellent. Again, sidetracked. I'm so sorry. Okay, I love so I love basketball. I love the Lakers. My boyfriend paid for me to have a cameo from Josh Hart, who was on the Lakers. Now he's on the Pelicans. Um, we <laughs> went to Las Vegas for Summer League, which is like basketball Coachella. You see all the basketball players walking around the casinos, whatever. And I just like, I love Josh Hart. I love the kind of player he is. He's also so sweet. There's like a compilation of him, like, not being able to connect on high fives with his teammates, which is really funny. <laughs> We're walking through the casino, and I'm like, oh my God, that's Josh Hart. And he's with a girl, and he looks like so cool and spiffy. And I was like, I want to tell him that he gave me a really nice cameo and gave me advice about how to play basketball but I'm too embarrassed and also we're drunk and also we're wearing sequin dresses and Taylor being like such a good friend (laughs) takes off in heels and she's wearing a gold jumpsuit and she's like runs him down and she screams Josh and he turns around like as if somebody knew him and she has nothing to say. I was speechless. <laughs> I was absolutely speechless. And fortunately, I turned around and like fanned my yeah. arms out to reveal Alyssa, who was also chasing me. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to bother you. I, You just sent me a cameo. Like, whatever. She nailed it. She I was just like, very I'm sure he loved it. He, he was very sweet. He yeah. looked awesome. Anyway, so I that was our cameo experience. And it was a really, really nice moment in our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Well, well, there's something so freeing about like, it's it, it would be embarrassing for you but having a friend be like that won't be embarrassing yeah. to me yeah, I'll take this ball to I'm you, gonna chase yeah. him down he was so close to us yeah. like you gotta you gotta shoot your shot and he was really nice and his the woman he was with was like what the fuck can you get away from us oh, I'm sure she loved it <laughs>
Talk to us about one of my favorite characters, because I'm sure part, a theme that comes up is that a lot of these couples don't speak the same language. Right. And But but in most cases, the, the person from another country either does speak English or can stumble through English. There's a handful of couples, including one of my favorites, Paul and Karini, oh, who I best. know that you're familiar with, who do not speak a single word of each other's language, and they just pass a telephone back and forth with Google Translator. Can you tell me how, because my fights with my boyfriend are so word-based. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, you said this thing, and I remember it forever, and I never stopped bringing it up. But if I couldn't understand anything he said to me, what would we fight about? Like, how do you get into a fight? Well, the fights are all about how they don't understand each other. And right. it's like, we've been doing this for a year. Why don't you know one word of English? Like, you don't know oh, how to say food in English? That makes like, sense. Like, clearly you should know how to say water or bathroom. Right. But they just are unwilling to learn on both ends. Oh. And, the, and the American doesn't want to learn the other language uh -huh. so it, that's the source of tension but really it's like how do you fall in love with someone if there's no all i've got is words i mean i don't have looks or dance moves or anything <laughs> i have to be able to speak so like what do they have in common to make them fall in love i don't understand and mm -hmm. i mean paul is he's actually insane yeah he's con anytime he leaves for like a day he makes the girl take an std test to be like i think you were cheating on me oh my meanwhile God. He's been to prison for setting his ex-wife's house on fire. <laughs> yes! So he's the problem. Okay, I gotta a watch good, the show it's a great, It's a really great clip of when he tries to tell her because he's just this really emotionally stunted guy and she's just this like sweet girl who's like probably trying to scam this guy in America. Yeah. And which is something we'll also address about how you end up just falling in love with these people who are basically criminals. But Paul is trying to tell Karini in his first trip to Brazil that he has a criminal record and that's gonna be problematic while they're applying for visas and stuff. But he gets so stressed out trying to say, I lit my ex-wife's house on fire that oh he goes, never mind, I'm not good for you. And he breaks into a full sprint and just <gasps> runs. And they're in just this like crazy part of Brazil. Into the he jungle. runs into the jungle oh, and the camera no. crew tries to follow him. And she's like confused and kind of laughing because she doesn't understand what's happening because she doesn't speak English. And so she's like, pull, pull, and trying to chase him down. Meanwhile, this scene also gets extended because she gets uh, robbed with robbed. a machete. A guy with a machete comes and robs at her. Machete point. And the camera guys are like, "We are being robbed at Machete Point." And I, I remember watching this by myself. I watched this scene by myself, and I was screaming because it starts off so funny, and then it gets so dangerous and crazy. And I was like, "This is real. This is happening to real people. Are traveling to these dangerous parts of these countries, and sh this shit is going down." Tony came home. I made Tony watch the whole scene. And now it's one of his like very good running pun intended jokes where he'll like start to tell me something and then just break into a full sprint. I, I can't do this. I'm leaving. And he'll just be like, ah, uh, ah, uh, and then run as fast as he can. Wait, what happened with the machete guys? So th the machete guys stole Karini's phone oh and then they God. ran away and then the camera crew kind of like helped. So nobody was like hurt. But they didn't want to take any of the cameras they had? They didn't take any of the, I mean, Karini and was bigger this, like, very, machetes. I know, but they, or Karini was just this girl standing there with this like big wow. Google Phone, there were then, gunshots too. Like the Brazilian oh police God. got involved and started shooting. It's, oh my God. it's crazy. And that's part of what also is fascinating to me about the show is you see these Americans who are like already not the sharpest tools in the shed mm -hmm. traveling to really like insane yeah. uh, countries remote that you don't really remote of parts of the world right. that you don't see on TV a lot. And I know we've talked about what's also really entertaining about the show 
is you're introduced to these couples and there is, uh, it just seems like whoever is not the American is scamming the American. And you're like, oh, I feel bad for this guy or this girl who's just like falling for this kind of like catfishing internet scam. But you have an inch as a viewer, when the foreigner comes to, it sounds weird to say foreigner over and over again, yeah. but that's the is technical it, is term, right? Is it racist right? to is say foreigner? I don't foreigner? know. It does sound wrong. It they does come to, seem like a tricky show to navigate, like, correctly speaking about all the, yeah. the countries and the, and the yeah. people and the situation. But we are also shitting on Sandusky, Ohio. Right. So well, it's the like, thing yeah. about this so show racial. is that everyone's at fault. Everyone, <laughs> everyone sucks. Yeah. The people that's here suck. The people you there as, suck. You end up thinking, you, like, switch sides all the time in terms yeah. of who you're rooting for because in several cases the foreigner i'm just going to commit to it comes to america and you realize that the american has also been lying Lied. to them yeah like colty for instance colty with vegas he he says i live in las vegas this woman what's her name? Colty, larissa. larissa she looks up las vegas and she's like this is america bright lights all this right. shit. what he doesn't tell her is he lives 40 miles off the strip it's 200 degrees all year he has no ac in his car he lives with his mother he's completely broke he's got a fupa i mean this guy (laughs) is completely disgusting and then she gets there and she's fighting she keeps going to prison but i i take her side completely i do too colty's a piece of shit she keeps going to prison yeah she keeps beating him up he keeps calling the cops on her for him for her attacking him she'll scratch him he'll (laughs) call the cops yes it's amazing and she is a she's such a hot mess and she could be a real train wreck but i agree with you that i end up taking her side because I'm like, listen, dude, you flew her here promising that you would take care of her. And she, yeah. and yeah, does she, is she super annoying and bitchy when she gets in the car and she's like, it's so hot in here, Colty, why you do this yeah. to me? But you're also like, it's you, a 2002 Scion TC yeah. with no air conditioner, air conditioning. middle of July in Vegas. So it's, oh my God. she has every right to complain. And there's several in- instances of that where you end up like rooting for the person who is definitely do- shitty. Yeah. Are there like prototypes of how women are portrayed on this show? Or do you think it's like a free for all? I think it's a free for all. I, I, I go back and forth all the time with who I'm rooting for and who I'm not. But like Danielle, for example, I, I mean, how is she portrayed on the show? She's most of the time you end up feeling bad because it's like a beautiful Tunisian man mm-hmm. coming over and she's like, she doesn't know what's going on and she thinks this guy really loves her, but clearly he's like on dating sites immediately. That mm-hmm. always happens as soon as they get here. So I don't know. It's a, it's an unfair portrayal on the most part. I think there's a to, there's that character that we see and Danielle's a good example and there's several in the most recent season where it is like an older woman who like is usually divorced and she's like, I just wanted to, I'm online dating but in different countries and you end up feeling so sad for them because they're just getting tricked and taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, there is a lot of the women who are trying to come to America are usually like very young, very manipulative, very uh, know exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so you see both the the predator and prey yeah. mm-hmm. in both genders on this show. So we think we're sad for the older women and we yeah. are mad at the younger women. Yes. <laughs> and then, like. yeah. And okay. there was an example of a few seasons ago, there was a man who was dating this really young, beautiful girl in, uh, I want to say the Dominican Republic. And he seemed very creepy. He was just this older, like kind of lanky white guy preying on this like young, beautiful girl. She's like, was 19. he buying her underwear? Yes, I've seen like he parts was of buying this. her. So he was buying so her underwear weird. that she could go sell in the Dominican Republic. And Oof. so I'm watching it and I'm like, ooh, this guy is so gross. I hate him. This poor girl is just like she doesn't have any other options. 
He gets there. He's visiting her. He finds out that she has several other boyfriends uh, who are yeah. also sending her bags of underwear. Oh and I God. flipped like a switch. And I was like, this bitch is taking uh, advantage yeah. of this guy. He's being, he's spending all this money on you. He's like, he's being your boyfriend and you're being, you're cheating on him. Like, I can't tell you, I can't remember another time I've been watching a show and I've flipped that hard. I was like, are you, I... I will defend him till the day I die now. I'm hearing this and I'm hearing entrepreneur is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's a smart woman. But yeah, every episode it could just switch like that. I mean, Nicole and Azen, that I, at first I was like, maybe he really likes this girl. I don't know. It's a, He's in Morocco. He keeps bringing her, da- her daughter there. And then you find out he's taking all her money to open a beauty shop. And then the mom is like, well, where's the beauty shop? Can we go see it? And it just doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. She's just, just taking, taking, the money. taking money. Poor gal. And then she wants to send her kid to school in Morocco. That's a bad move. Yeah. Oh, do Nicole that. is one of those. But Nicole switches from, because she's been on several seasons now. Uh, she went from me feeling so bad for her to me just being angry yeah. at her because she just keeps making the same dumb decisions over and over again. Mm-hmm. And everyone in her life, like most people on the show, are surrounded by people in their life that are like, this is bad news. That's what I'm wondering. Like, sometimes they have adult children from other marriages, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if there's, like, a Dirty John situation where they're like, this person is not is going to ruin our life, you know? That happens. Mm-hmm. Definitely, though. There's on the current season. Are you watching the current yeah, season? Yeah, I'm up to date. Good, good, good. Marsal. That's the, another example of speaks none of the language. No, he. They're both beekeepers. That's both, how they met. Oh, yes, I've heard it's about it. So this is what's exciting about it is it's not the their starts as much as they all seem the same because they meet online are quite varied. For example, Marsal and this woman met on a beekeeping Facebook group. Sure. And she's like, we both just love bees. International. International. And then they started chatting about bees, and she flew him over here on the K-1 visa. Does not speak a single word of English. I've never seen someone on the show not speak English oh, as much as Marcel does not. Around. And just, he is, he, he's like a, just a dummy. He's just this like, big dummy. Got a big smile. And he's just doping around, and he also seems to have expected to come to, like, you know, Manhattan, mm-hmm. and instead he's in this very flat, like Middle America, boring place. Yeah, and, and the his... kids, the, the kids, you know, you hate to besmirch a child, but they look like two little assholes. Oh, they're no. like <laughs> sticky fingers, they're eating candy all day. They don't like the guy. He doesn't like them. It's, it's and they can't a communicate. Disaster, and they can't communicate. And she, in her testimonial, she's like, "I'm a little frustrated that Marcel and I um, are having." problems communicating i feel like he doesn't really listen to me I'm like yeah girl he can't yeah, he, he no doesn't idea. he's listening to you he doesn't know what you're saying but do they have a google yes like translate they have a, so they will just you watch them these scenes where they're like do you even really want to get married to me but here's the thing anybody who know who's taken a foreign language and has tried to cheat on a french homework or anything like that that shit is not accurate you no. know you type stuff in and it's like is this what you're trying to say yeah especially when they're being like casual yeah. and colloquial with each other it doesn't pick up on it at all but mm-hmm. you see these scenes where they have like very heart to hearts where they're just talking into a phone passing and then the passing phone the phone back, oh my back. God. and it, and things as you're saying still don't translate yeah. but they don't want to learn it doesn't seem like he's like oh studying yeah. every night to I'll be do like, Duolingo I, yeah, I want to yeah. talk to my wife at some point they don't care he just sits around he just stares into the distance with his bees Wow. Weird profession that I mean he's just getting they don't wear gloves either. It's really disturbing. No, no. beekeepers get real cocky with their they bees. Co- they're like cocky. it's fine, you know, they if think I get the bees yeah, knees. They think crazy. they're the bees knees. And I'm gonna leave on that note. That was a <laughs> perfect joke. I'll tell you what I hate about 90. It's when they 
try to do the accent of the other person's name, like Paul and Carini, where he's always oh. like, Carini. Yeah. Oh, it, may, it gives me chills every time. Yeah. Andre, you know that uh, Yes, oh, yes. So embarrassing. She will, it, she'll just be like, so Andre yeah. hasn't found a job I yet. Like, just, <laughs> oh my God, like relax, girl. And Russ and Pow, he's always like, Mia Moore, hey Mia Moore. It's like, yeah. oh my God, Russ, man. you're from Oklahoma. Russ, please. Like, stop. You're making this hard to watch. Yeah. Do we know why that guy burned down his ex-wife's house? Um, because he is mentally ill. Insanely jealous? <laughs> He's insanely jealous. He, and it's weird because he, at times, is very sweet. This is Paul we're talking about. At times, is very sweet and, like, passive. And then he <laughs> can get so cuckoo bananas. He, like, he's really, Jordan's not exaggerating when he says that he asks Karini to take an STD test and a paternity test for their son. Every day. Every single day. And then when it makes her mad, he doesn't understand why it's making her mad. She came on, it was like the after, after the season was over, like the live show that they all gather. And she comes on like via Skype and is like, I have great news. I was finally able to get pregnant. And he's like, that's so great. We're going to need a paternity test, of oh course. Oh, my God. She starts crying, and, then, yeah, and he's like, cries. I don't get it. And don't, everyone, not... even the, the woman moderating the, the tell-all was like, Paul, like, can you can you understand, like, why this would upset her? And he's like, well, I got to know and make sure it's my kid. And we're yeah. like, oh, my God, Paul. Like, also, he, like, is obviously terrified of STDs, because didn't he put on, like, three condoms yeah. to swim in the river? <laughs> That's when the we only thing <laughs> I've heard about, yeah. basically. Yeah, when we said we're going to talk about 90 Day Fiance, I was like, Alyssa, have you seen any 90 Day? And she was like, I have seen the guy who puts on a bunch of condoms to go in a river yeah. so yeah. a fish doesn't swim up his urethra. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dick snakes. Here's the thing. Them. If somebody was testing me over and over and over again after I gave birth to their child and everything, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go get an STD, motherfucker. Yeah. And yeah. Like, Guess what? This test will be a real fucking surprise for you. She does. She gets pretty mad at him. Yeah. yeah. And I'm very, I'm always team Karini because I feel so bad He's always looking through her Instagram, yep. anyone yeah. that's liking her picture. It's a nightmare for her. Why would, yeah. she, why would she be with this guy? Yeah. Paul? To be in this great country, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to try to come here. And <laughs> it's really sad because most of the time when they come here, they do not like it. No. Have you, what are your thoughts on, uh, if you're familiar with Jihoon and his... <laughs> Jihoon? Do you know Jihoon? I don't, this isn't ringing oh, any sort this of bells. Because this was on 90 Day the Other Way. Oh, there is a woman who uh, is going to Korea, went to Korea mm -hmm. to be with Jihoon because they, they met online, they were dating... He took a trip here to America, and she got pregnant. Oof. And now, so she's on 90 Day the Other Way, which is a spinoff. So where they go there. Yeah, where she went to uh, Korea. But they both seem, the reason I ask is because they just seem, like, really cute, and, like, this is actually just, like, kind of an accident. Like, yeah. the reason they're doing the whole 90 Day Fiancé thing is because of the pregnancy, mm -hmm. rather than one of them trying to, like, bamboozle the other. Yeah, there are some genuine couples, it seems like. Yeah. Every once in a while you see one that's like, oh, well, I guess they could be in love, but even if you find someone you like, 90 days is too quick to get married. You don't know. Mm -hmm. There's so yeah. many secrets. You know how many secrets I have? I've been with my fiance for seven years. She doesn't know anything about me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a crazy person. Mm -hmm. I wear condoms to go in the pool. Oh, no. <laughs> you don't have to do that. You don't have to. There's I no, like it. Nothing can live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I, it's I just a comfort like to thing. do it. Yeah. What is the perception? I'm interested in, like, people's perception of America, and then when they get here, like, what they actually end up thinking. Well, everyone pictures Times Square. That yep. seems to be everyone's like, well, I was like, Ugh. I saw Times Square. We know that it's <laughs> Yeah, we know that it's Yeah, sucks. it's terrible. But, yeah, to everyone, it's like big buildings and opportunity, uh -huh. and they get, and they're always in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing to do, and mm -hmm. they're just like, 
this is so much worse than where I'm from in oh, like no. Bermuda. Like they're all from yeah. these awesome cities and there's like nightlife and oh. things to do and they come here and That's there's devastating. nothing. There's just nothing. And, wow. and normally their partner doesn't have as much money as they say that they do yeah. and the actual process is very expensive. All the plane tickets, the actual paperwork is very expensive. So they get here and the first thing the the visitor wants to do is go out like you're saying and enjoy America and then the person who lives here is like we need to stay on the couch yeah. and eat popcorn because well, I don't have any more money wow yeah, yeah. go out to Applebee's one night a week and that's it but there was one I guess it was on the other way where it was an older woman and she went to her like accountant mm-hmm. and then she was <laughs> yeah. like Jenny it was a Jenny and she was like well I've got 8,000 in the bank is that enough to live on for the rest of my life <gasps> and the accountant was like no, no, absolutely he was not. Like, Please like, you know do how not money go works. to India. Yeah, and she was like, social security. Wait, so she was American and she was going to another country. Yeah, and she was not. Eight thousand dollars is She's so like, much. That'll last yeah. the rest of my life yeah. in India, wow. right? Yeah, that's th- that's an example of how people can just be so maybe naive. in like pre World War II Germany, but not. I mean, yeah. not anywhere. You <laughs> literally now. It's, yeah, it's really yeah, and, and I have to imagine that traveling is so expensive too. So for her to be like, I have eight thousand dollars. Can I get to India and live there for decades? That's also racist. Yeah, you're being fucking racist if you think that. <laughs> yeah, fuck her. The American dollar is not that strong, yeah. lady. <laughs> Chill the fuck out, okay? But she had an interesting story because she goes, she was, uh, her boyfriend was Samit. Mm-hmm. Samit got her a apartment. They were living together and they were doing like periodic taping. I, I should do some Googling about how they ended up actually shooting these people in these different countries because they, they're following them for months, but obviously they don't have a camera team with them for months. So towards the end of the season, she calls the crew and is like, you guys have to come over. They fly to India, according to the the little slate with information before the episode. They fly to India to do this emergency uh, filming of her saying that in the middle of the night, a bunch of people showed up to the apartment that they were sharing together, pounded down the door, took Samit, and said, he's already married, he <gasps> has a family here, You, we are gonna take, and you could go to jail for this. He was like, he's gonna go to jail, and she was freaking out. She was like, I don't know what to do, I don't have any family here, I don't have any money. I don't even know who these people are. They just took him, and like I have no way of finding him. It's absolutely insane. When the camera crew does find him, he is insistent, and I know I'm going to sound crazy, but I sort of believe him, that he does really love Jenny. He's like, I don't love this. It was an arranged marriage mm-hmm. I was in. I don't want to be in this marriage. I met Jenny online, and I want to be with Jenny, and that's why I got this apartment. I just want to live with her. And then there's this very crazy emotional scene where they reunited very briefly Aww. and are like, she's not even mad at him because she loves him so much. Yeah. And she's so confused and upset. She did, the, uh, they quote unquote broke up. She flies back to America. She's living with her daughter now, mm-hmm. and they are still dating. Jenny and Now that's Samit. a love story right there. That's a modern day love story. Oh, Samit. Why doesn't he come do the 90 days here? Because they Cause he don't have any more money left? Oh, because he has I like, kids? I think he has a family. Right, yeah, I think kids, most yeah. of the, uh. has a whole family. I think a lot of the people in the 90 day, the other way one, were fascinating for that reason. Yeah. Because it's like, why do you want to date this American? Then yeah. what value do they bring if you don't want to use them to come to America? But it's these couples that supposedly just really like each other. Because mm-hmm. she also wasn't like paying his rent or anything. Like just They just like genuine liked love. each other. Do you have a favorite couple and why? I, there's so many great ones. I mean, it's really the journey along the way is all the people you meet. Uh, 
<laughs> I do like Darcy a lot. I oh, like that couple. Darcy's because good that TV. guy was so mean, uh, and I was just like, why would you Jesse. stay with this guy who's clearly so mean all the yeah. time? And he would like get mad at her about the steak. Like, remember he was cutting yes. the steak, and she was like, "Well, they like my kids like it like this." He's like, "Darcy, if you tell me again, oh I'm God. fucking walking." And it's like, oh, "Why?" <laughs> wow, in front of the kids. Impression of him. I've never done that. Wow. I've just this is my first time revealing that impression. Wow. Yeah, he's from Amsterdam. This is. I'm glad we brought up Darcy because in terms of thematically about our podcast, mm-hmm. I think she is a fascinating woman on this show because in so many ways she's really messy. She's very sloppy. She is. She likes doing, a glass of wine. She or loves six at a glass dinner. of wine or six, and she six. is. Uh, although I will say, in her defense, he accuses her of being an alcoholic, and I don't think she is. No, uh, seems like normal amount of drinking. It's, it's just, she's just, she was like, I don't think that's the problem. I think that we just we are the problem. Yeah. He's like, no, it is your drinking. And yeah. I, that was German, but he's from Amsterdam. It was close. Um, thank you. She's fascinating to me, and I think someone that should be celebrated because. Like I said, big hot mess. She is doing everything she can to not age, and in that pursuit is aging herself quite a lot. She wears so much makeup. She's just, like, really, really glammed up all the time. She's very insecure, and she's trying to date these foreign men, but is dating guys who end up treating her super shitty, and while she's not the most articulate about it, she does stand up for herself and is like, I'm not going to take this bullshit. And people on the internet fucking love her for (laughs) it. Like, because she's easy, she's both, she's someone that you could make fun of and be entertained by, and also someone you could root for and is like, at least kind of being a strong woman, right? But she (laughs) always backs down the other way. It's always like... Okay, she says that, then she storms out. Mm -hmm. And then Jesse's like, well, we could also just have sex tonight. And she's like, nah, well, I spent the night at the hotel. (laughs) Nothing happened. And he's like, no, we had sex. Yes. Well, that's what's interesting. You're like, that's what's so fascinating about her is she does, yeah, she's fighting against him. And then, and they do end up breaking up, Jesse and Darcy. She comes back on the show and starts dating Tom from England. How have I not seen that? Is that a season that I've missed? uh, That was on 90 Day the Other Way. Because she, she, they, they were just figuring out way to get her back on the show because she's such great TV and it wasn't that she was moving to England she was just going to visit him in England but the audience is so engaged with her and we care about her so much because of everything that went down with Jesse who ultimately was very emotionally abusive super shitty guy they do finally end up breaking up and as it's like you're still so happy that she it feels like a win and then she's like by the way I am dating a new guy in a new country and yeah. it's I think this is the one. And you're like, no, Darcy, probably not. Okay. America's a big place, right? Mm. And so are these people so insecure that they feel like they need to use their status as Americans as a way to be in a relationship where someone cannot leave them because they have the upper hand? Like, they're the reason they have a green card. Yeah. Is that what psychologically is happening on this show? So much of it is insecurity that I think having the upper hand of, like, you're here because of me yeah. and I'm responsible for you is such a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. And there's those months of they start dating just by talking on the phone. And so I think that there is something too to be said about that. If you're incredibly insecure and you don't want to go on a date, you don't right. want to be physically dating somebody. And then there's something nice and distant about being in a long distance relationship from the start. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you could kind of control the time that you do spend together by this whole visiting thing. Hers is an interesting situation. Her, she has a twin sister who is doing the exact same thing Ooh. and who is engaged to a guy from, like, Morocco. And are they, like, 
changing their sleeping patterns and stuff because of the time differences when she, they first start yeah. talking. Yeah. That's she, crazy. She talks about that where she's like, well, we, I get up really early to talk to him on the phone. It's really late at night for him there. There's a lot of that. The logistics are insane. It's yeah. so much like effort. <laughs> it's so much effort. It's so much In effort, a world where it's for like something that's objectively Tinder, you know, like yeah. dysfunctional. Yeah. It's, it doesn't make, and, and they never cease, TLC never ceases to run out of people to film. Wow. And what about, the, I hate all the people that are like, first and foremost, it's my kids. Like, my kids are first. And oh, then as soon no. as this guy gets there and is like, I don't want to take care of your kids. They're like, all right, yeah, let, let the kids stay at home. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be fine. The kids are fine. They're six and seven. Yes. They can take care of themselves. They Yikes. always drop the kids immediately. Yeah. And maybe it's just for the show, but it's like, these are just, they're bad parents. Yeah. yeah. What was that bra woman? The bra woman? She sold bras. And then she was with uh, that guy. You know what I'm talking about. This is like the a girl true with Mad guy. Libs of, okay, you know the girl who was a penis model? Yeah. And it's just like, it's just throw it out and it seems to be like an episode of 90 yeah. Day. She kicked him out of the house. They got divorced very quickly. But they had already gotten married and she didn't tell TLC. So they were legally married. Oh, 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 yes, yes. Bra lady and... yes. Giuseppe, and yeah, he was. Giuseppe. He was from. She met him on a trip. He was definitely from the Dominican Republic. Yes. She met him on a trip and brought him back, and it was so so dysfunctional. He ended up calling her. She was like, "Where are these problems coming from?" Because immediately after the paperwork was done with their marriage, he wanted to leave, and she has like one or two, um, like a little Buddha statue or something in her house. And he was like, I think that you are a witch oh, yeah. and you practice black magic. And she was like, where is this coming from? What the from? hell like, are you been, talking about? You're crazy. For, we've been dating for so long. You've been living in this house for months. But then the second our paperwork goes through and he was like, I think you're a witch. I think there are magical artifacts. What was his religion? He was just, uh, scamming people. Oh, okay. <laughs> he just was like reaching at straws for a reason to dislike, for to to justify why he wanted a divorce. That's and amazing. She, and she could tell that she's confused, and she's like, "That's bullshit." And then her testimonial, she's like, "Because I don't have, I'm not a witch, right? Yeah. I don't have things that make me look like a witch." She's like looking at the producers, like, "Right?" She almost got convinced herself that she was yeah, a witch. Yeah, because she, she had, so he was, easily. and he pointed to like a Buddha statue and was like, "This is, uh, this is black magic." And she was like, "That." thing I do yoga by it's oh crazy. my god that's really funny do they do a reunion on this show or not really they do a tell-all at the end of every season but there's no and that's uh, the sparks always fly at the tell-all the tell-all is great because you can have um different characters will say will point out scams in other couples yeah. oh. and they won't be able to do it on themselves like they'll all have opinions about each other by the time they get to the tell-all and it's so funny to watch these people be like I mean, look at her and look at you. There's no way she's really into you. Yeah. And they themselves are just a train wreck dating a supermodel. And yeah. you're like, well. Whoever's talking thinks that, oh, my relationship's real, but theirs is but fake. Theirs but isn't. everyone's is all fucked up. Everyone's messed up. Wow. As someone who, so you're very good at, um, this is probably not the correct word, but spoofing stuff. Yes. Uh, and having a, a fun appreciation for making fun of shows. What is your favorite type of scene that happens in this show? Like, is it the airport reunions or? I do love the, what I love most about the airport reunions, one specific one, it was uh, Ansuelo, I want to call him. Is that, <laughs> does that sound right? Sure. Ansuelo. All right. <laughs> Anyway, this girl is from, like, Southern California. She goes, she claims to her dad she's a virgin. She's come up like, I'm not going to have sex till I get married. She goes to Tunisia, or I don't know where it 
and then this guy meets this guy in Swella, immediately gets oh pregnant. God. Yes, 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 yes. I know he who comes you're from about. like a place that doesn't have doors. Anywhere they are, he doesn't know what a door is, so he doesn't know how to close one. He gets to the what? airport. He's in like a, a tuk tuk. He's in like a skirt, and he does like a Hawaiian like luau dance in the airport rips his shirt off Mm -hmm. the girl starts crying like this is going to be the father of my child and it's so sad he's he dances for like 15 minutes why is she crying she's so sad about what's happening he's making a scene in the airport and she's so embarrassed that her future husband doesn't know what a door is and he's just like oh okay and he's from polynesia yes i was gonna say my ex-boyfriend is tunisian and i'm pretty sure they have doors there It's not America that don't have doors. He's Polynesian, and he is so funny because he's he is really cute, and he comes off as really clueless sometimes. And there was one time where he he was trying to explain to her, he was trying to explain to her something about his asshole, and he kept calling it his boo hole. Oh, do you remember? (laughs) But he does speak English, you know. Yeah, he's trying. He does try, and they and they have since since this they've had two children together. And she is definitely she was just like out. She was on a vacation to Polynesia and she got knocked up and then she was like, This is the fucking father of my children. And, and the he, dad is so mad. And the dad is on a vacation. Oh yeah. no. That's what I'm telling you. There's was di- he like, like a tour guide or something? I think she just met him at a bar. Oh, wow. I think a lot of these people just meet at bars. Yeah. Like because they either meet on trips or they meet online. So there's all all kinds of different ways that they can meet each other, and and this what this girl is like consumed with regret the second she sees him. But it's like dangerous to keep this guy around the kid. Like he holds it by the top of its head oh, no. and like upside down and like keeps it on the roof when they're driving. Like it's like he's going to kill one of the babies. So it's like they no. needed to have two because one's gonna die. I love sure. the idea of like her being like, oh my god, it's so mortifying. He calls his butthole his boo hole or whatever, and then the beekeepers being like, you have no idea how bad it can be and then the, one of the beekeepers being like what did he just say about me on the Google Translate yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like guys the bar is very low if there's the any communication on the you're doing floor. pretty good it's it a real really cast is. of characters wow that's oh. amazing how are you not watching this that's the real question so I it, it's overwhelming because it's not like one of those things where you start from the first season and it just makes total sense everyone I talk to is always like start with season 3 and then go back to 1 and then come back to 2 and whatever and like there's 90 days and then there's before the 90 days and then there's after the 90 days 90 days the other way so I just need some hand holding that's all it is there is too many spin-off like I'm at one point I was watching probably 19 hours a week like it's like four hours of 90 (laughs) days two hours of pillow talk it's where old cast members just watch the show in a bed yeah and uh then are like commenting on the show and then there's after the 90 day during family Chantel, it's too much so I'm watching 60 hours a week of Bravo yeah. so that's probably yeah. also part of the reason but I will pick it up because I will I'll help you supplement your viewers. so great yeah I'm I'll, so excited I'll, I'll help you with it I will because I I do skip around and there's some couples I just like love following and then I mean yeah. I, I'm always gonna watch 90 day when it's a new season beginning to end but the 90 OG. day the other way I watched a couple of couples like you bounce around. I will ask, I want to ask, because you work in television, as we do. Mm-hmm. Why do you think, because obviously you watch 20 hours a week, as do I, but they are only making all of these spinoffs because people are watching it. Yeah. What do you think is the secret to how amazing this show is? Like, why do we love it? I think it makes us feel better about our lives. I think that's <laughs> what it is. It's like, oh, I mean, 
no matter how bad my relationship is, it could never be like that because at least I can speak to my <laughs> girlfriend or boyfriend. And at least, like, I, I'm, I don't know. It's just so sad that I love feeling good about myself watching these right. people. We and, like watching people. Well, we talk about this, like, on The Bachelor. We like seeing people. We, we're, we say that we're watching The Bachelor to watch someone find love, but we're really watching The be Bachelor from the truth. to watch him break up with 19 other people. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we're really here for. So... It is, I guess, like what you're saying, it's kind of like watching a car accident by watching, by tuning into 90 Day. Yeah. Um, and I, I watch unlimited, like it's two hours long and that's not enough. Like just give it, <laughs> it should be on from the time I get home till I go to sleep. Give me eight <laughs> hours uncut of these people just living. They don't even need to talk. They just be staring in the distance like wow. Marcel does. You just want to see them sitting on their like shitty futon. Yeah, on their, yeah, exactly. That's a true fan. We are all in relationships, but there was a time when I'm sure all of us were not in relationships and you do make allowances for people when you really like them. So let's oh, not yeah. look down our noses at these people who are just hoping that this is it for them. For you know? sure, for That's sure. That's what I want to say. Yeah. I mean, Tony's an absolute mess, but I guess I would prefer him <laughs> really to the alternative. Case. Somebody yeah. once asked me to duck in their car when their ex-girlfriend pulled up next to oh. us, and then I still <gasps> accepted that they were not hooking up with each other. Oh, so, my God. I'm just saying, that, that wasn't yeah, the end of that shit. relationship. We do do stupid shit. Physical, like you were next to them. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. Like we were in the same car. No, no, away. no, no. But, you know. Same thing. Should have been STD testing that guy. Yeah, for sure. We should all get an STD test right now. Reveal the results <laughs> live on the show. Like Maury. It'll be great. Do you have any... STDs. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, as we're winding down, I have to ask if you have any, as Alyssa just confessed, like embarrassing dating stories where you look naive and 90 day worthy. No. I know you've been with your wonderful I, partner for seven years well, now. Well, I'm the perfect guy. So it's really, I mean, but no, yeah, I've been with my fiance for seven years, so I missed all online dating. I've mm. never swiped. Mm-hmm. When I was going out in LA, it was still weird to like be on the internet dating. People would still look down on it seven years ago. Now it's the norm. I would yeah. be on Raya. Are you kidding me? With the celebs? <laughs> right, I'd be dating that. Tara Reid right now. You would be dating your whole life on this podcast. After this podcast, I'd be dating Tara Reid on You would be dating Raya. Tara Reid as your first celebrity. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, okay, I it. love the American Pie movies. Got it. Uh, but yeah, no, none that I could... I mean, my mom's on online dating, so I see wow. her. She's on Plenty of Fish swiping all the time, and she's always like, Cute. he's a scammer. That's her... <laughs> Yes, it's so Mom. obvious. Yeah, I mean, she's a classic Ronkonkoma woman. She's very like Darcy. <laughs> she could be tricked into anything. She'll be in Tunisia no. in three weeks, no. and she'll never hear this, so it doesn't matter. But... She'll be like, "There's doors here. You were wrong. Yeah, there's doors here. I got scammed. There's a door." Well, thank you so much for coming and for talking about my favorite thing. I feel like I spoke most of the time, so I apologize no, you to did everyone. Great. No. Don't but apologize. I, I, this this is really giving Tony a break from me talking to him twenty four seven about ninety day. We could do a spinoff podcast where we just where we really, all talk about yeah, ninety day. Yeah, we really I'll could. I'll come back every week. I don't I, thank you. No one else will listen to me. Do you have anything else you want to plug or tell listeners about? Maybe your amazing music reviews that you do? Oh, sure. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, Jordan Van Dyna, I do these fun music reviews where I review an album mm-hmm. and I play Mambo Number no. 5 every time. <laughs> wow! And the joke never evolves and nothing ever changes wow. and I keep doing it to uh, maybe 200 views. Oh, I'm sad I, that no you even you revealed the joke because oh, I, well. I wanted to trick people to go. You can cut and that And then out. I would feel... <laughs> and check out my music reviews at Jordan Van Dyna on Instagram. There we go. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's it. I have nothing to plug. Awesome. 
Well, thanks so much for this coming. This so great. Thank what you. What a blast we had. I hope your fiancé still marries you. Well, you know, <laughs> I'll find a new fiancé on Raya. Tara <laughs> no, Reid. No, no, no. she's great. <laughs>